You are now tuned in to 3 Plus 1, the podcast. Hello and welcome to the 3 Plus 1 podcast. 3 Plus 1 is a multi-generational podcast that crosses lines with zennial and millennial voices. Political issues, social matters, and popular culture are explored weekly in a segmented format that engages, informs, and sometimes uplifts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 3 Plus 1, the podcast. We're back with you on this lovely Tuesday. Um, of course, I'm here with Tuesday my co-host. Tuesday ATL. I'm with my co-host, Didi, and we have our special guest, Dwayne, and hey. Rocky the Babe. Hey. And today, we're actually going to be diving into our interview with Rocky the Babe and learning a little bit more about her. Hey. But to start off, of course, we're going to dive into entertainment really quickly um, before we get into our interview with Rocky. And first up on the list for entertainment is Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx have officially split. Mm. Um, let me say my two cents before we dive into this. Jamie Foxx shouldn't have been dating that old white lady in the first place. Um, but that's my take on that. And whatever. Diddy. You know, Katie Holmes is not old. <laughs> Katie Holmes is not even, I don't think she's 40 years old yet. Mm. You think, you uh, she is so? significantly younger than Jamie Foxx. So she looked 45 in the eyes. No, she's not that old. Um, they were together for six years. And I think it's kind of, you know, I think it's unfortunate uh, mm-hmm. that they, that they, the relationship did not last. Uh, it's reported or it was rumored that she left, that Katie Holmes left her husband Tom Cruise for Jamie Foxx. And now it seems though Jamie Foxx has left Katie Holmes for uh, singer Cela Veve, Cela Veve, because um, they were seen together, but it's not quite confirmed, but that very well may be. Wait, Katie Holmes dated Tom Cruise? Katie Holmes was married to Tom Cruise for a number of years. Is that who he was jumping on the couch for? Yes, he was jumping on the couch for Katie Holmes. Mm. Wow, okay. No one knew that in this room. No, I I actually just found this out. Yeah. I remember that, but I don't remember what lady he was jumping for. It was Katie. He was on Oprah's couch jumping around. Because he was so in love with Katie Holmes. But he was all into Scientology, that type of shit, and she wasn't, right? No, I think they may have both been. I think you pretty much have to be into Scientology to date Tom Cruise. You can't. Mm Can't mm. date Tom Cruise if you're not, not a firm believer in Scientology. Mm. Wow. Okay. So, I think, Whoa. yeah, what do you guys Pause think? Pause real quick. Dee has these turtle bites in the studio today. They're so good. You oh, my God. No. <laughs> I, oh, we got to focus on this interview. <laughs> the turtle bites are so bomb. Now I got to get some more. Y'all go back to talking because I'm about to help. <laughs> okay. 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 So, what do you guys think? Any thoughts on Katie and, and this split from um, Jamie Fox? I mean, personally, it's none of my business. However, like, I just cannot be with someone that doesn't understand like my culture, that doesn't understand who I am as a person. Like, I just wouldn't be able to, to do that. Period. But you, uh, Hallelujah! No, but, it ain't no Jamie. But, but that is, woman can never relate to Jamie Fox on the level she, of him being a black man in America. And she, but you she, know he, what? She but that does relate. not. She but that does relate. not. But that does not mean that two people can't. Two people with two different backgrounds cannot understand each other. She, he may not. She may not understand the full thing as to him being a black man and so forth. However, I don't want partial. Huh? I don't want you to partial. But but that's about learning. But that's about learning. But that's about learning people in general. Just because me and you are black doesn't mean that I know everything about you. That doesn't mean that's not what I'm saying. That's not what we're saying. But what y'all we're saying, saying you're a black man. Culturally. I'm a black woman. If I come home and say 
they tried me off the basis of just my skin color, mm-hmm. you understand that. But now that, but that's just that. one of many she things that we go through. She could never understand that. She could never relate but, to but that. What, but you, you can learn. That experience. But that's no. what I'm saying. You may not be able to relate to other people's different with the differences between two and two people, and that's understood. You ain't gonna always understand things. However, you can at least allow somebody to tell you their experiences. We learn through other people's experiences no, all the time. Them, so they may is, not. She when I lay not, down at night, I want to lay down to somebody that. If I, something some bullshit happens to me just because I'm black, they understand. But they that doesn't necessarily that. mean that they can every, be like I know how you feel. But she that doesn't necessarily. But that. that's never the case. That's that not that always level. the case, she though. Can never be on that level. But that's not always the, the case day, because you can have two black people. To a black man. Th- of course they can, but still, that's just because. Saying. But what I'm saying, right? But I'm not not even love, not even love, but still, just because you have two black people doesn't mean that the other person still. You still got cool ass motherfuckers that's out there that's black that says oh, okay you know I'm black da, 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 but they don't understand the oppression but you also have white people that may not be black that may have never even gone through that but will stand next to you and say you know what hell no they should have never done that to you I may not understand because I've never been stopped or chastised about the shit that you've been doing however I will respect you and understand that you know what hell no that shit ain't right no, there are white so, allies but what I'm saying is Lay next to a white ally. <laughs> I want to lay next to a black. So man would you want to understand that? But he knows. can be black and understands, but could disrespect you. So would you want to lay again with a man? Okay, you added another layer. I am. We're not talking about that layer. We're talking about the basic layer of black people. But that's you that's a part be, of that no, too, though. I you can't you just, just limit it. The white woman could be disrespectful too. Right. She could be calling. But I never said that they couldn't. But we're talking about two different races right now, though. Right. And you tried to add another layer of abuse. But we're talking about race at this point. Don't okay. But with someone who, with someone, marry someone outside of their race <laughs> and not want to understand and not want to be a party to that person. Right. Like, would you, would you do that? Right. People do it all the time. But I think that comes down to a level of, like, self-hate. They don't like it. Like, black people, I truly believe there are black women, black men probably out there that are marrying white people that disrespect them, call them out their name when they get mad, all that. Like, even on Twitter, we see the story. Ashley Graham! The, 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 She's always, yeah. Her family, she said her family won't even talk to her black husband mm. because he's black. What are you doing? Why did he marry this one? Like, what are you talking about? The family is racist. Like, Get out of Ashley here. Ashley Graham from the Real Housewives of Potomac? No, Ashley Graham, the plus-size model. I don't know Ashley Graham. Mm. Look her up. She's like a plus-size model. She married a black man. She told the world about how her whole family does not talk to him. But that's not an indictment against Ashley Graham. Okay. It's an indictment against her family. Her family. But, it's, uh, but it speaks to, it speaks to the, the you married into a racist family. And However, that's She's not... She's pregnant right now. But that's so not her. Her child, now your in-laws, and the people your child is biologically related to are racist towards that child. There was a woman on Twitter the other day that wrote a post about how um, her white husband, they have different political views or whatever, and he'd be calling her the N-word, and now when she's having sex with him, she feel like she's sucking the master's dick and stuff like that. Like, but you know, oh, but I think, but I think, Thank but you. again, but it, but everybody's not the same. We gotta understand I, I that. I do though. not even. We have to. We she have said to, it. We she have said to. It on under, but that's I'm just like sucking master's dick. But that's but that's just like oh my god. You gotta again. You cannot. Daddy. 
You cannot hold like I can, I'm not. Don't hold me. Yeah, it may run through my veins because that's just who I was born into. That's the family that I was. You can't choose who the hell you was born into. You understand what I'm saying? Just, okay, just but like I'm saying, this black woman married to this white man. Right, right, but that's not going to get to a consensus about the issue because it's a really polarizing issue. Um, you know. I think both sides are clear. But here's a situation where we have another divorce happening. Uh Liam Hemsworth has filed for divorce from Miley Cyrus. It is no longer a party in the USA. A little over a week after announcing their separation, after (laughs) Liam Hemsworth has filed for divorce from Miley Cyrus, he has cited irreconcilable differences as a reason for the petition to divorce. They've been married only since uh, December 23rd of 2018. Mm. Well... Word on the street. I mean, this is none of my business, but this is what they're saying. <laughs> Supposedly, she was kissing bro- Jenner, one of the Jenner boys' exes or whatever. And what I'm saying is, like, girl, if you knew you didn't want to be with men... But that's not then, supposedly. We saw the know, pictures. I mean, I mean, she was kissing a lady. Like, yeah, she is well, known for that. And they made... You know, that's just a part of who Miley Cyrus mm-hmm. is. I just don't keep up with the girl. I'm, a, I'm just saying at this point. Like, <laughs> if you are going to get married and you want to do that, I think you should have that discussion with your partner so you guys can have an open relationship. But you don't you. think that they discuss that? Surely, if I know that Miley Cyrus likes a little diversity mm-hmm. in her day, right. surely Liam Hemsworth knew too. Right. That she likes a little diversity. So hopefully that's not that. why. Maybe that yeah. out, but if not, then if you knew what the girl was before you married her. Yeah. Or if you're trying to control her and make her be something else that she's not, then that's... You think that could, could be what it is? Well, she tweeted and said she didn't cheat. So stop saying she cheated. Or maybe there was okay, just some underlying things there that that nobody knew about. But then as soon yeah. as the, the media got to it, that's the first thing that it popped out there. So then now we're looking like, damn, what, what, what happened? happened? I, I, I sexuality is a spectrum. Yeah, it is. Sexuality is a spectrum. I'm a fan of Miley Cyrus. I'm a fan mm-hmm. of Liam Hemsworth. I was rooting and happy when they got married. I thought to myself, mm-hmm. what a beautiful couple. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, what a great match. So I'm disappointed that they're right. divorcing. I didn't see it coming. I'm so, trying to see why people I didn't even know she was out. married. Maybe work it out. That's just that just told, tells you enough. And is he black? Is this a no, black no, guy? No, 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 really, that's what I'm trying to tell you. She said what? Liam Hemsworth is Thor's little brother. Yeah, he was in the Hunger Games. Oh, with the black hair. Yes, Thor's little brother. Okay, now you tell because I don't keep up with that. So it's like damn, because I thought she was off the map. I didn't even know if she was still making music or what she had going on, but I don't follow her or him. A functioning cracky. So, I, you know, I think this might be a good time to segue into our interview with Rocky the Babe. So, What's you know, up? Rocky, you, you stated, of course, and identified that Dwayne was an Aquarius. Yeah. So, what's your sign, Rocky? I am an Aries. I'm a fire Aries. type of person I'm a pioneer I go for it and then everybody else follows so you know it's all good but at the end of the day like I'm definitely like humble but I'm also like determined and I know like what I want to do in life like I'm not somebody that's just kind of like going about life without a direction or a plan I definitely and what is it that you want to do um I am going to accomplish these things I just feel like you know it's divine timing with everything so for me um, I'm I'm definitely like a person that's for nonprofit like I definitely see myself in Africa um, doing things to improve the economy there whether that's politically whether that's uh, any type of way that I can help out 
Um, but I'm also a person that is very creative and I have a lot of innovative ideas. So like I'm, I can't really put myself in one box because I am an artist. So I definitely try to like learn different things from my own experience as far as like whether that's reading books or just experiencing things outside of my like just on my own uh, I'm a person that kind of has to learn like things in a different perspective than other people and I understand that so for me like life has always been like this thing where I understand like this is not permanent but I'm also here for a purpose so um like basically just accomplishing my goals mm. So you are a DJ. Yes. And so how long have you been involved in this uh, area of entertainment? Well, actually, what sparked me to want to go into entertainment is because I've always listened to music. My dad was, uh, uh, my granddad also played like in a group of uh, musicians where he was a, he played, he played the guitar and my dad definitely put me on so much music like jazz where I was listening to jazz and gospel music at like three, four, five and, and just di- different eclectic things um, that normally, you know, you remember Sundays and Saturday mornings you listening to like the golden oldies music, getting ready to clean the house and all that stuff. So I grew up in that type of atmosphere. Um, but what inspired me to kind of like DJ is because I the love of music, basically. Just growing up listening to it and it just inspired me to kind of want to just go into that direction of just being able to um, provide a, a different type of eclectic ear to like the culture right now, what's going on and just being able to do that. Favorite musician to clean up to? Clean up to? Um, I definitely love Aretha Franklin. Um Definitely because she just is a strong, mighty force in the black community. I feel like her voice during that time that she actually executed her her whole aura and like her music just stands the test of time. Like her Stevie Wonder, of course, like I just love like people at that time that were going through things. When you look at the 60s and 70s that actually was fighting for the the civil rights and human rights of just basically like the people, um, their music stood, their music had an imprint, even to this day. Um, It makes you feel free. It makes you feel valued because you understand this is relatable things that you can actually experiencing right now, even in 2019. And I feel like that, to me, just touches me in a different spot because I just appreciate the music and value it so much to where, like, when we talk about even the Harlem Renaissance, we're going back to Duke Ellington and and Ella Fitzgerald or Nina Simone. Like, these are people who actually changed black America and actually set a, a different standard to seeing people as artists, as people who were actually, like, unapologetic in who they were but also they had a, a, a interest in politics to where they actually could make you laugh or make you smile or make you feel better despite what was going on in the economy do you have a favorite aretha franklin song oh yeah of course um my uh say a little prayer for you that's like my my favorite because i definitely oh <laughs> i love that song on so many levels because i wake up in the morning do my makeup and i always think of like my my ways of the where i start my morning like i, oh. I always sage in the morning mm. I always like have a ritual to where i start my mornings whether that's um saying affirmations or just saging or just kind of meditating on how mm. i want my day to go there was a girl that yeah. sang the cover for say a little prayer on one of those episodes, the episode about Beth on This Is Us, mm-hmm. 
say a little prayer. There was a girl that sang a cover for it. It was so beautiful. I was like crying. <laughs> yes. So good. It's awesome. Awesome. But yeah, that's definitely. And that's a great segue into what else you do, which is, of course, you are a makeup artist. Yes. And so how long have you done that? Um, I actually just started doing that uh, recently, not too many, um, like a couple years ago. Um, I got interested in as far as just watching girls on YouTube that were just starting to just make stuff that was actually really good. I mean, you look at him like a certified uh, makeup artist, like people from actual, like, went to, you know, school to actually accomplish these things. So for me, that was just inspiring enough to make me want to say, like, oh, if she can do it, then definitely let me try it out. And I just started doing it. And then I definitely learned from other people and their perspectives of how they actually apply the makeup and and also, I learned, like, the people that um, actually take, you know, the, to the next level and go to school for makeup, they read this book that actually tells the standard of beauty that comes from the Queen Cleopatra, which is a black woman. So, even though Hollywood painted, you know, uh, Queen Cleopatra, as a, yeah, with Elizabeth Taylor and all that stuff back in the day, but Queen Cle- Cleopatra was actually a black woman in Africa and Egypt, and they looked to that as the standard of beauty. So that also was a piece of history that I learned that also made me want to like be like, okay, well, this is something from my culture anyway. So it just was an easy pickup. What is the cool. biggest makeup mistake that you see women making? Um, well, and men who wear makeup. Like, what's the biggest <laughs> mistake that they make? I don't think, like, a, I've seen a lot of male artists that I'm just like, damn, like, he does good-ass makeup. Like, I was like, whoa. Like, I follow a lot of guys off um, Instagram that can do makeup, so I don't really have nothing bad to say about that. But as far as women, when we look at, like, the eyebrows sometimes, like, I'd be looking like, okay, I could have did her eyebrows so much better. But, you know, it's all good. But at the end of the day, I know my eyebrows wasn't always the best, but, you know, it's always, like, learning. I just want to also just continue, like, learning the best skills and continue like to execute the quality of like like when I look look at it like I said Queen Queen Club Cleopatra like she was that girl and so I just want to make sure my standards are always up to like like hers that's kind of like what I look at to how to keep beauty as the standard so with the uh, you talked about the eyebrows you feel that that's the hardest part to do in doing someone's makeup what like what gives you the biggest challenge um, not really like the eyebrows for me is not a challenge, but I think like color correction, um, cause we didn't have really like a lot of options till like recently, like when we look at Rihanna and Fenty Beauty, like she started to incorporate different shades of black women that other, um, makeup pr- products wasn't really doing. So now they're looking at the black daughters, like a consumerism thing where, there's trying to get the black dollar as well because they wasn't really catering to like when you look at the other um, makeup products like high end like Chanel YSL like those type of beauty makeup products where they sell them but they wasn't selling in that type of shade color um but it's like now when you look at Fanny Beauty is popping and it's really good for black girls and then you look at the Jenners and uh, the Kardashians are now trying to you know like Kylie or whatever trying to incorporate different shades it's like these girls have always been the standard of beauty. So I understand like why it has been always limited to having that access to those type of shades, even with like YSL, Chanel, and Gucci, and whoever else sells like that type of brand of makeup, because there's levels to it. Like, you know, 
girls can shop, you know, get makeup from Walgreens or, you know, the drugstore or whatever. <laughs> like, you can still get your shade, but at the same time, if you want that quality, if you want a different type of, you know, brand or whatever, like, that should be accessible as well. So, do you have a favorite brand? Um, I'm, I'm definitely here for Rihanna. I'm definitely here for Fenty. Um, I did get the glow stick as far as, like, for um, highlighting purposes. So, I definitely enjoy... Um, using that and also like her, I like her line of products it's really nice Do you, is there a brand that you feel is over valued over hyped over priced just not of quality for you for me I don't really mm, I haven't really tried like the the Jenner's or um, Kardashian's product yet um, however I feel like you know they have kind of tried to fit into like where the standard is going now as far as to like getting different shades of color and seeing like the black dollar does grow because when you look at things like um the black panther movie that was like the richest movie and like the most money that has ever been made as far as like from the black dollar when you look at it from trillions of dollars and things like that so they understand the value of like what we consider valuable as far as an economy is like what we like to do like black people like to keep take care of themselves we like to look good we like to you know, they know the economics behind the black dollars, like what we actually spend our money on. We don't support them here. Mm. Boycott We don't support. We do not support yeah. Kardashians. We do not support the Kardashians. Kardashians. <laughs> not at all. I'm that not is fan. something. I'm not, like, that huge of a fan of that. Not what I'm and doing. that's actually something that Tazzy and I agree on. I'm we so both are 100% anti-Kardashians. Uh, Probably for different reasons. Uh-huh. But we're anti-Kardashian. They're culture vultures. I, that's why I'm a... Yeah. That's why okay, I'm so not it's not different reasons. Exact same Well, reason. I mean, I think it's because you're a racist, but... Um. <laughs> They're not even white. They're like Armenian or something. I don't care. They're culture vultures. They use black culture to make money. They try to imitate black women. They go get all this surgery. They only date black men. Kim had an interview one year that was like... She wanted... Caramel colored children, so that's why she would have a children by a black man. It's disgusting. The, the whole thing, family is the thing is that they said that I have oh. taken issue with. But one thing, Tazzy, that you talked about in um was this is us. Uh-huh. I know that's one of your favorite programs, and so you're excited for the return. Since this is us. You know, the last season wasn't the best. <laughs> would you agree that season three did leave us it a little bit? On. The whole, right, the season dragged on. The last episode, solid. Good stuff. Surprise, great ending. Loved it. Season as a whole, the worst of the the three seasons. Now they're going to season four. Are you excited and looking forward to it or yeah, not? I am excited. I can't wait to see what the hell they're going to tell us. According to Toby. Feels like they've told us a whole lot. Like, is, is there any story left to tell? <laughs> yeah, I need to know how Beth ended up in that bed. Um, Alzheimer's. They said that? What did they say? I mean, she's, she's, she, she's old. She's, she's super old. But that doesn't mean that. We don't know what's going on. I just want to know what's happening. Okay. Um, I need them to confirm that Randall got a divorce. I'll be so sad, but I mean, it looks like that's where we're headed. Um, <laughs> but Chris Sullivan, who plays Toby, says, I'll just say this season is going in a direction that nobody will expect. And I hope that's true because I want to be so we'll see. shocked and surprised. Shocked and surprised. So, do you guys watch the show? No, never. I don't. Ooh, never heard of it. Never watched the show. If you would have said Game of Thrones, then we'd have some to talk about. But 
but not This Is Us. This is us. It's a decent show. If you haven't watched it, I think that it's worth giving the first season a try to see okay. if it's something that you will be hooked um, into. Is there a show coming yeah. back in the fall television season, which is right around the corner, okay. that you're really looking forward to? Okay. Oh, you don't want to? I yeah, either. I'm definitely here for. Um, I know Insecure is not coming back to 2020, but um, as far as the fall season shows, uh, I like. Let me see. What? I like Family Feud a little bit. Do you watch Family Feud? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the answer is no. 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 Okay, no. Well, I guess I'm the only one. Rocket Bay, we are not sitting here. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't wait for Family Feud. That's so crazy ass. And the survey says, no ma'am. I've never heard anybody say they can't wait on the new season. If you could see Rocky the Babe, and she is a babe, (laughs) you would not have expected that (laughs) answer out of that Dwayne, what show are you looking forward to? For me, um, I like action movies, and I'm a, I'm the movie king on this mug. But I, I actually like some pretty good series called Into the Badlands. I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen Into it. Into the Badlands comes on it's AMC. Really, yeah, it's really good, man. I think I like the the way that the directors kind of put that thing together, and it's a really good action. Yeah, Into the um, Badlands. It's good. Like, seriously. And then I just got hooked on this thing that her sister be watching. It's called Handmaids or something like that. Handmaids. Handmaids. Yeah. Amazon Prime. <laughs> no, Hulu. I'm sorry. Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. So, so that right there is a little interesting. So, I want to kind of get a little bit into that. I've never really... I mean, I haven't really watched Insecure and all those other things like that that she's interested in. But for me, personally, I like... <laughs> Stories that actually have something that's gonna make you sit up and look at that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, so the handmaids thing, and then the into the but I think they discontinued into the Badlands. So I'm hoping that they actually bring another season. So if you guys have not seen that, please check that out. Zach, you looked at it right. I have seen it. Did not like it. It did draw me in. I saw one episode. What? The first season? It, I didn't watch the whole season, so maybe I will oh, go back. And it came on after an episode of I think The Walking Dead, but not episode or, one. No, I watched. I went back, I, and so I think I tried to watch the first episode. It just didn't connect to me. Man. But because you recommend it, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna give it a, a chance. Yeah. And man. so I know many people. Uh, you know maybe looking forward to the next season of, of the Real Housewives franchise. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking forward to watching the Real Housewives of New York, you're not going to be looking forward to seeing Bethany Frankel, who this week announced <laughs> she is not returning to the show. She did not inform her castmates. Right. She just announced it via social media that she is out. Uh, do you guys watch Real Housewives? Everyone's seen at least some episode of Housewives of New York. Everyone knows Bethany Frankel. She's the proprietor of the Skinny Girl brand. Uh, she's had a very interesting life. Okay. I feel very connected to Bethany. Okay. I don't know any of them. Bethany Frankel and I, I share a birthday. Mm. So because we share the same birthday, I kind of look to see do we have traits in common. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. I can definitely say that being angry or upset about something could make me just randomly leave because uh, I'm a very principled person. Uh, I do not think the show is going to fare well without her. The Real Housewives of New York went down to me big time without Bethany. She came back. The show was elevated. Her leaving again, I don't know if they're going to uh, sustain, but it could be that they will. Mm. 
The Real Housewives of Atlanta did not improve because Nene came back. <laughs> to me, the show went down because they're missing Phaedra and really? Kenya, who I don't like. But, what? you know, hopefully uh, the same will happen to New York, but it may. You don't agree? You're a Nene fan? No, I, I don't even watch this stuff. You're I'm, not I'm, missing much. Right. I'm around people that actually watch it. It's crazy because I like TV and movies and shit, but I, I'm just not in tune to all of the reality stuff mm-hmm. because I do think that they've kind of... You know, the, the image that they kind of put on black people, I think, is, you know, just so you can become known or whatever. It's, it's the shit that we always go... And, and right. I, some, but it's some not truth, what we do. Right, but it's some truth. I was just going to say, yeah, yeah, I was going to say there is some truth to some of the stuff because we act, you know, sometimes we act out. You know what I'm saying? And I think some of the ladies on the show, because Rocket didn't watch it, you know, so I, I got to kind of tune in too. But I do think that there is some truth to it. But at the same time, I want to see... Some more positive stuff. If, if there's going to be a reality show, you know, I want to see some more positive things. And I don't understand. Why do you want to watch it? But that, right. right. I was going to say, watch they're the not going to portray it. Right. But we speak and we talk about, you know, uplifting each other and black kings and queens. Right. You know what we'll I'm saying? See. But then when we have stuff out there that's like that, we'll see. people don't like to see that. They want to see the foolery that's out there. We, like how you we said. have so, Queen Sugar, which is a very positive yes, and loving show. But he's heard. talking about reality TV. But, but are people watching even the fictionalized Yes, people are watching Queen Sugar. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying they're not talking about it as time goes on. I think if you were to look at ratings, I think viewership is not as strong now as it was. And we'll also see how things work with the new television series, David Makes Man. Oh, yeah. Okay. And to see, which also tries to show a positive portrayal. And we'll see if that also does well. But shows like The Have and Have Nots, which is absolute foolishness, rules in the race. <laughs> I know for a fact that The Haves and The Have Nots has a higher ratings value than Queen Sugar. So I'm just saying people want to see that type of portrayal on television mm. African American black people themselves mm. so I just I don't know I don't know but those but those how to combat that they're not balanced the the the, the have have nots is completely the, the balance of that is a little bit different from love and hip hop mm. like love and hip hop shows like oh ghetto ratchet I'm about to whoop your ass type shit mm. you know and people love that they want to see a never fight see the, never see the episode right and that's just one portrayal of the culture but then you get have and have nots where you got the black woman treating the white man like he da 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 whatever and that whole process and that's just a, like you said it's, it's crazy so it's kind of I don't know, man. It's, it's, well, it's confusing. I also don't watch the Have and Have Nots. You don't? I don't know. Okay. It's a show my mother watches. Okay. So, shout out. Yeah, shout out to Sid. <laughs> hey, girl. I know you don't listen to the podcast, but... <laughs> no. If your old podcast, mama ain't listening to the podcast, then you ain't able to bring in uh, listeners. First of all, my mama don't listen to the podcast because she Damn. has an Android phone and does not... Wait know a minute. What does that Aren't mean? we in the Google store? Aren't we on Google Play? Yeah, we got all that, but this is the thing. She knows how to use her phone to call and to text me to tell me to come by her house. That's it. Sister don't use the phone for anything else and never will because she feels like it's not necessary. If I need to talk to somebody, I'm going to call them on the phone or I'm going to text you if you didn't pick up. And that's that. I'm not Googling anything. I'm not looking up anything. I'm not reading anything on the phone. What's that got to do with Android phones? Uh, I feel like it's easier. (laughs) If she had an iPhone, I think it would be easier for her to access things. But like, I can't teach her how to use the Android because I don't have an Android. I don't know how to 
maneuver through that. But yeah, so my mother watches Haves and Have Nots, like I was saying. Um, and when she calls me to tell me about the mess, because she just likes to talk about it, even though she knows that I don't watch, I don't watch the show, um, it sounds pretty foolish and crazy to me. Um, every single conversation we have, it sounds like it's some fucking mess going on, and it's just too drama and messy and like just over the top. Okay. Mm. I don't know why she's thinking like Not that. Not worth it. Not worth it. <laughs> well. But older black women eat that shit yeah, up. Yeah. They love it. My aunties yeah. watch it too. So shout out to them. I know they asked if they own on the Androids listen to the podcast either so I can shout them out again <laughs> you know, so, you know well, hopefully hopefully our Android listeners are listening to us on Google uh, and our Apple and on SoundCloud so there's multiple options uh, for you and so we hope that you tune in tomorrow when we have part three of our interview with Dwayne Stovall and Rocky DeBabe we're going to talk about the two of them and their relationship together the work they've done the work they plan to do and then explore everyone's favorite millennial topic government and politics we will hopefully join you tomorrow on wednesday have a great rest of the day today hey okay okay